Lately, I've been thinking about tension and how tension plays out in our everyday life. Especially in these days of COVID, exactly one year ago, I sat here with my mask saying, I'm wearing my mask not because it's going to save me, because, but because it reflects the love that I can give to those around me. Obviously, we've gone through a whole year of this tension surrounding us. In some ways, tension is good. When I got my piano tuned a week ago, it was just great to have all those strings in the perfect tension. But in some ways, tension really can be negative. I was thinking about the Holy Week journey and actually this whole season of Lent and how there are these hard moments between the already and the not yet, as Paul Tripp would say. In his poem, The Shoulders of Jesus, I love how he says this. Light collides with darkness. Grace smashes into injustice. New birth grows out of sacrifice. Babe on a death mission, God on a mercy plan. Bethlehem gives birth to Calvary. Death unlocks eternity. Rejection gifts acceptance. Redemption's paradox, all lovingly carried on the shoulders of Jesus. As I play this song, A New Jerusalem, written by Michael Card, it really looks toward the hope that we have in Jesus and the resolution of all this tension. I don't know about you, but I have definitely found myself longing for heaven in these days. Listen as I read these words from the New Jerusalem. I saw the holy city descending from the sky, so brilliant with the light of God. The city is his bride. There is no temple in this town, no sun, no moon, no lamp, for God's own glory is his light, illuminated by the Lamb. God himself will wipe the tears from every weeping eye, no death, no pain, no mourning cry, and every tear made dry. And now our God will dwell with them, the new Jerusalem, and he himself will walk with them, the new Jerusalem. So let all those who thirst come now and drink for free. And to the one who overcomes, come now and you will see. Behold, the old has passed away. Now everything is new. The Alpha and Omega's words are trustworthy and so true. Then God himself will wipe the tears from every weeping eye. No death, no pain, no mourning cry, and every tear made dry. Now our God will dwell with them, the new Jerusalem, and he himself will walk with them, the new Jerusalem. Now our God will dwell with them, the new Jerusalem, and he himself will walk with them, the new Jerusalem. He has walked that road to Calvary on our behalf, and through the hope that we have in Christ, we have this glorious hope that we will be celebrating Easter, his resurrection, so that we can have that amazing 
promise of this new Jerusalem.
Bible Love Covenant family. The passage that I chose to focus on for my devotional from Philippians is chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. And this is what it says. Our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. You know, the whole point of Holy Week is a looking back, looking back to remember the amazing events that took place on Palm Sunday and then especially Good Friday with the death of Jesus and then Easter Sunday with his resurrection from the dead. But one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot about as I've been approaching Easter this year is looking forward, looking out into the future. One of the things that I've noticed, and you may have as well in reading through the book of Philippians, is just like in the passage that I just read, there are a whole lot of places where Paul looks forward at the work that Jesus has yet to finish in our lives. There are all kinds of examples. Just in the four short chapters of the book of Philippians, I found eight or nine different verses that talk about what is still ahead of us as followers of Christ. Right out of the blocks, chapter 1, verse 6, Paul talks about uh, giving thanks to God for his work in the Philippians' life, and then he expresses how grateful he is that, that the good work that God began in them he will carry through to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. A lot of other examples in 121, 119 to 26, chapter 2, verses 9 to 11, that moment that's out ahead of us when all of creation will bow and will confess that Jesus is Lord. There are lots of moments through the whole book that have this theme of what's still out ahead of us. You may be wondering why I'm doing this devotion sitting in my backyard. The reason is because about a year ago, last summer, we had our lawn reseeded. We're uh, in the back here, we've got all these trees that kind of hang over our yard and you can't see them now, but normally they have, in the summer, they have leaves on them. And because of those leaves, they have blocked out the sun from reaching this grass and they often block the rain from hitting it and what that meant is a lot of our yard back here, it just died. It looked terrible. So we asked Kevin if he would come and reseed our lawn, and he did that last summer. So in a sense, you could say the old is past and the new has come. We have a new yard. But it doesn't take a lot of looking around to realize there are still some pretty bad-looking patches in our yard. There are some places where it's still wrestling to get adequate sunlight, where it still doesn't get adequate moisture, and it's still struggling to take root. I think of all the ways in my own life that that's true with my faith in Jesus. My life is new in Christ, and yet I look at how I still think of myself first in every situation. I look at how impatience surfaces in me when things aren't going the way I think they should go. And there are lots of other places where, where that gospel that took root in my heart has yet to work its way out and 
and transform every corner of my life. So I find great comfort as I look back on the first visitation of Jesus that culminated in his death on the cross in which he laid down his life for me and purchased my forgiveness and reconciled me to God and his resurrection from the dead in which he demonstrated his power and made my life new together with his and raised me up with himself in Christ. I take great comfort in the fact looking back at those things being true that out ahead of us there is a day when in a sense I'll have finally a perfect lawn when that which was made new in me the moment I gave my life to Christ will have been brought to completion and what a glorious completion that will be our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Lord Jesus, what you have begun in us, we can't wait for you to carry through to completion on the day of your return. When I survey 